to the comic book rundown. Suicide Squad story arc, issue number eight. If you want to check out our previous covers, check out our last seven episodes. Yeah, so I actually... Um, you want to talk about filler? <clears throat> yeah. So this is kind of like um, talking... Well, this is the the psychiatrist, right? Talking mm-hmm. to... Uh, Simon Lagreve. Yeah, talking to Waller. Well, okay, so it's his personal files. He's, yeah. he's making his like personal notes. Yeah. And yeah, it shows him... Talking with Waller. And so this is a quick summary of her past. Yeah. This is what they showed happened in the book. Yeah. Um, in the secret origins. Yep. Um, Basically, what we get is Waller being angry at the world because the world took her family away from her. Uh, her son was killed. Her oldest daughter was raped and killed. Her, her husband, who went and took revenge on... The, the dipshits, douchebags that did that to the daughter got killed. Killed mm-hmm. the guy. Yeah. But got killed in the process. Um, another thing that happened is that her remaining kids, Waller put her next daughter through college and then, then she went to college herself and got through college. And I think she had like another, either another daughter or another son that was still alive. They don't talk about him much. <laughs> um, but at this point, Waller is a... She's mad. She's mad at the world. She has every right to be. And Simon, the doctor, is like, I can see the hate in your eyes. I can understand it. I want to help you as best as I can. But I also know it is, it's tough. Um, and then we get Waller basically... Um, <laughs> Dropping fucking G-Man here because he fucked her team over. Yep. In Russia. Yep. Yeah. And he's like, well, there's nothing we can do, you know. It's like, no, motherfucker, you but, put him in there. You did this well, intentionally. Yes, but he does throw in their face, like, you know, they're expendable. Like, this is the squad you put in place. This is what you said from the get-go. Yeah. Basically throwing her own words in their face. Yep. And, and so she's got that smug-ass look of like, and yeah. so she throws a fist in his face. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> well-deserved. He is a... He's a douchebag. Yeah, I don't yeah. even remember what his name was. Uh, I, I was trying or something huh? like that. Tolliver. There you go. Yeah, I was I was, I was trying to uh, uh, figure it out, like skim my way through it, because like I said, I I skimmed through most of this because it was just kind of um, whatever. Yeah. Um. So now we got Waller. Well, well flag, 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 because he wants to get a mission going to go rescue Nemesis. Yeah. And Waller is like, no, nah, can't. Can't do it right now. It's too hot. Yeah. Like, you guys fucked up hard there. We have to lay low for a while. Uh, and, again, this is... Flag, at least Nemesis is alive. In Flag's mind, he's like, I'm not leaving men behind again. I did it before. It has haunted me for the rest of my life. And then Karen's like, oh, you think it still haunts you, buddy? Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't help that the one person that he saved in that mission... Is now around basically like kicking him in the balls. Yeah, treating him like shit. You know, oh yeah, you might have saved me, but you definitely didn't save everybody, did you? But she has every right to be. Not only did... Okay, yes. He saved her, 
But when she went into a psychic break, this woman that he said he loved. Yeah, he did just he, abandon her. He <clears throat> left her in the hospital. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then to top it all off, um, she may have a romantic relationship with this guy, this Mark Shaw, a.k.a. the privateer, <laughs> who looks like a fucking... Pirate. pirate. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> I can't remember what because it was the called. cape. Yeah. Makes it look the space stuff. Uh-huh. But he looks like a fucking pirate. Well, there there was actually a um an anime that I watched with Charity. It was like an anime movie that like there was a space pirate that looked just like this dude. <laughs> um. I feel like I know who you're talking about. It was but on Netflix. Not, but I can't think what the hell it was called. Not clicking in my head right now. But they get into a fist fight and this uh, the privateer basically just manhandles flag. Uh, and I think he even tries to give him the benefit of the doubt. It's like, look, we'll just let's just call even and uh, just say you weren't at your best at this moment. Like, yeah, good for him. Or I guess. or was he being condescending? Oh, he's definitely being condescending. <laughs> but um, now I'm gonna go fuck your ex girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> but I know. Uh, let's see here. I think Waller says like you know, Flag is suffering from a complete mental mental metal mental. Mental and physical. I was trying to put those words together for yeah. some stupid reason. Uh, mental like and physical exhaustion uh, from the Russian mission, which makes sense. Like that took a shit, a toll on everybody. Um, you know, especially Nightshade, who about died. Yeah. And you know, Zarya, who did that, uh, <laughs> but she wasn't part of the Suicide Squad. So that's fine. Nah, that's fine. Uh, she helped and it helped push her cause. That's exactly what she wanted to. So yes, uh, we then get oops, uh, Bronze Tiger and June Moon going to see Madame Xanadu. Uh, she is a mystic. So is she an actual like? Yeah, uh, she's an actual DC character. Okay, uh, Xanadu is another one of those. When I first met her, she was blind. Like, she had been blinded by whatever magic was going on. Probably the light. So, so when I saw this, I thought she was actually blind, just pretending to see. Like, a little sixth sense kind of thing. Yeah. I guess that would actually be her fifth sense. Whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, she's actually, uh, like, she... This is pre-blinding, apparently. This is definitely pre-blinding. But the whole thing here is that she's supposed to help June be Pre- able to control, control uh, the Enchantress. So she takes off this necklace and hands it to June. It's like, all right, so put this on and then bring forth bring forth her. And so Enchantress comes out and she's like, all right, you fools, why'd you bring me out? You're all going to die, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to take you with me. And the minute she starts to attack, Xanadu's uh, like, like, all right, just try it. Bring it on. And her ring glows. And so when when the Enchantress tries something, it like backfires. Yeah. Like the power, instead of going out, it starts going in. And Xandu's like, all right, well, now say your name. She's like, say, say it, say it. And Enchantress is like, Sega! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she tells the tiger, Bronze Tiger is like, all right, so here's what's going on. Then, as long as she wears this necklace and you have this ring, whoever controls the ring can control her power. Like, that's a good way to start resentment. It's oh. <laughs> going to wear off eventually. Like, before to this is just <laughs> but before it does you should probably get the fuck out of there oh, this <laughs> is a means to an end <laughs> nice a means to an end for the moment like I will still try and work on this problem but until then this will help tame her um 
But the minute that she grows more powerful than the enchantments holding her, yeah, you guys are fucked. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then we get a uh, dead shot talking to one of Simon's assistants, um, who apparently has a really big infatuation with Deadshot. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have, but whatever. Uh, yeah, they half make out? You kind of, sort of. I don't know. Will they kiss? Won't they? Oh. I think they do. It actually looks like he stops from kissing her right there, and he's like, no. I just remembered I like dicks instead. Well, no, because he loves like women, but he likes to pay for it. Not yet. Like, no, I was just joking. Like, cause well, well, but it's important that the important thing is that he doesn't want an attachment. Yeah. With a lady of the night, you know, you can just pay them to leave. <sighs> <laughs> yep. Anyway. That's because, you know, it's it's just work then. Yeah. It's like putting in the 9 to 5. Yep, exactly. 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. Um, so we go to Mirror Master, which was a, a surprise to see. Yeah. He's robbing a jewelry store, and he is, you know, taking on the cops, which I do like how he uh, shoots one vehicle and then makes a mirror up, and the vehicles, you know, crash into, into each other. other, which is like, that's fucking smart. Yeah. I love it. Then the cops start running after him, but before they connect, they like corner him in the to this alley, and instead of like giving him a well, I can't even say not even give him a warning because he does Mirror Master does fire his gun at the cops. Yeah. So yes, in this moment, pulling out their guns and just shooting him to pieces makes sense, sort of. And again, I say shooting him to pieces because it was a mere copy. Yeah. And he thinks it's funny. Yeah. Well, turns out it's not the Mirror it's Master. It's not Scudder, the original Mirror Master. Uh, who died during Crisis. Yes. It's Captain Boomerang who took Scudder's Mirror Master costume and gun. Yep. And now he's going to go rob Banks and rob whatever as Mirror Master so that it does not come back to Waller that on the Suicide Boomerang's, Squad. Yeah. Like, Fucking... that's actually smart. Which doesn't make any sense for his character. Correct. <laughs> Again, though, I, I think Boomerang actually is a, a smart guy, but he's... He's so, like, Such a, a stuck-up bastard that he just gets in his own way with that shit. Uh, and then we get the final pages is uh, Simon, you know... With his wife. You know, ending his recording and then goes to his, you know, his wife and they have a fun little moment. She's like, oh, you didn't get to sleep? Well, let's go make you breakfast instead. Yeah. Um... That, and that's the end of the issue, end of this first story arc. And it basically covers the first um, trade, the Ostrander trade of Suicide Squad, minus the Secret Origins number 14, because, yeah, reasons. Um, I, there was some good in there. You know, I liked, okay, so I liked the first couple of issues. Yeah. They were really good. Like, they were they were fun to read. Yeah, but, yeah basically the first it, half was, was good, the second half was bad. And, and well, it, it wouldn't have been bad, bad if they would have, so they almost didn't put enough actual story into it to back up like what they were doing with Correct. the characters. It was like you said, it's more following the team and not what there was like the mission. Yeah. The missions were just like, I said, just fillers that they, 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 they were like, okay, well we need action in this. We need, you know, them to be doing something. Mm-hmm. So we have a reason to be writing these comics, but we also need to, you know, 
fill in like what's going on with the characters and instead of having those things like cohesive it was like you had these two separate entities where they were going on at the same time but they, they were just they were really they were each other. definitely going on their own paths yeah and honestly I, I get it because they're trying to establish the characters backgrounds the characters correct. motives you know but they just i think the other big thing is because it's a rote you have you know you have flag you have deadshot you have bronze tiger you have enchantress and boomerang those all those five and of course waller so those yeah. six are a staple to the suicide squad and then they keep rotating in i mean nightshade was in all these um nemesis was nemesis in was in all of these but now he's captured nightshade's probably out of commission because of she's all, yeah, tired overusing her powers um yeah. So we have a we have a and then we a cast with rotating man. people coming uh, in from time to time. His name was the pirate privateer, who just popped up. At the uh, and who knows? Maybe he's going to be in the next couple of teams. I don't know. Like the Suicide Squad we have now, um, tends to be the same people. Whereas this one, you do have, like I said, the main group but, but the, with like two that come in from yeah, time which, to time, which is a good idea. The rotating docket there because yeah. it's like. You know, oh, well, we want to flare it up a little bit. Well, we can throw this person yep. in here. Oh, we want to kill off a character that we never really liked in the first Correct. place. So we can throw him in over here. Well, and that's the, the latest Suicide Squad comic. Well, no, not the latest one. The one previous, the Tom Taylor one. Literally what they did. The very first issue, they had Magpie. They had, did they have the Cavalier? Maybe. I, they had like two or three people that's like, oh, they're part of Suicide Squad. And they're going to kill them off. And they do kill them off. Yep. And then they bring in the ones you know, like Harley and Deadshot and fuck who else was in that. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, like you have the you have your favorites, and then you have the others, the red shirts. Exactly. <laughs> the fact that Penguin was part of this lay this the second half was interesting. And but we also know he's never gonna die because he's Penguin. He's Batman yeah. villain. Um yeah Batman villains never die oh that's not true no I was being sarcastic when I said that because you said he's a Batman villain so he'll never die fair <laughs> um yeah like it I I do look forward to reading more that's in the future killing people you know we're still recording right yep <laughs> yes I do okay um I do look forward to to reading these more in the future because it's still fun. It's a yeah. still fun read. And it's, just those last couple of issues were meh. Yeah. And, and who knows? Maybe they're setting it up for something further down the line. Oh, which um, reminds me. I I think some of them are. But which reminds me. Um, the reason why we did the Suicide Squad is because this run, and maybe more of the other issues, but this run in particular of Suicide Squad uh, is allegedly what James Gunn pulled from for the Suicide Squad movie, which is out today. Go see it. With this, it, with this, ep. you know, go, go watch the movie and then, or listen to our episode and go, then go watch the movie. Either one. Good. Just go see the movie. Go support yeah. it. Listen to this while you're, no. Well, don't do that. Well, if you're, if you're watching it at home on HBO Max, sure, but. Then you can pause it and you can listen to what we have to say <laughs> and then it's, oh, you could play it at the same time and it could be like commentary. Yes. So that's why Harley did that. I got <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, so th- that's why we did this. I won- I don't think this story arc, these eight issues are going to be anything that, that touches on in the movie outside of Rick Flagg's you know, yellow costume, yellow t-shirt and pants. Um, but 
hey, you know, we had fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that brings us to the end of the episode where I do the spiel of go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcasting app of choice. Um, If you do, we will read it on an upcoming show. Uh, We have t-shirts over at Redbubble and TeePublic. Links are in the show notes. You can find us on and or follow us on Twitter at Comic Rundown on Instagram at Comic Book Rundown, or you can send your emails to comicbookrundown at gmail.com. Uh, our music was done by Joe from What Happened to Sex Turtles, and he's part of the Wreck My Podcast podcasting group. Podcasting group. Uh, go check out those guys. And that is everything. Yeah, so... Uh, thanks, uh, until next time. Yeah.